There's our <laughs> next trilogy we're gonna watch through. Um, Every movie that has some sort of animal, sea animal. Freedom. Hello there, my name is D-Pain, and I didn't think sure the fact. Well, my fun I'm... fact that isn't written is that um, we talked for a very long time, and now we're going to we record even... us talking about a very, in a very long time. And we even talked uh, Wednesday, too, which is more often than we usually do. Yeah, we... We missed a couple of days, and by week, I, I think we didn't record like one week. And we're like, we just we have to fill the quota, otherwise the great old ones will awaken because we didn't uh, we didn't talk for the adequate amount of hours for the month. Um, look, and some people have to do the blood sacrifices like they did in uh, the cabin in the woods. We just have to talk a certain amount of hours, otherwise the show goth wakes up. I don't remember what the show goth does. <laughs> It's been a while since I've read um, Lovecraft, so I can't remember off the top of my head either. Is Shokat the, the goo boy with the eyes? It's been a I'll while. I also I'll haven't played up. Arkham Horror or anything like that in a while either, or yeah. Mansions of Madness. I finished this book a, a little while ago. Um, I can't remember the name of uh, that. Reminds me. Mute my phone. Um, which I wasn't a huge fan. It was called Kraken. That's what it was called by... China Melville or something like that. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't remember why I read this book. I think I just wanted to. I now I remember. I wanted to get out of the Brandon Sanderson stuff because I'm like everyone is depressed and no one is actually like. Like this is like a seven book series. We're in the middle of it, and everyone that's making progress in like okay, I think I'm doing better immediately reverts. (laughs) 2.75 2.75 i oh. see i found the book how dare you <laughs> <laughs> hey when you follow like each other on story graph yeah i can see the act i will admit the last two books i read i'm like i feel weird giving these a rating because one is like here's my story and then the other one was like here's my thoughts but also my story and yeah, i'm like like and I, i'm like i don't know i'm just gonna just not rate these ones and just say you read them yeah, yeah. like the poetry book I read recently, I gave a five to because it, I still think of some of the poems. I was like, that's enough for me to give it a five stars. If I'm going to think about it later and I know I'm going to want to reread the poems because that interesting, like, um, what do you call it? Formatting. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm not, I don't read a lot of poetry. I can't deconstruct it and make it smart. And also all the poetry is extremely personal. And I was like, it's just a five. It is a five. And then I, mm-hmm. the memoir I listened to, I was like, also a five. Because who am I to say that your yeah. memoir doesn't deserve five stars? <laughs> How dare I say these terrible things that happened to you are not worth anything above a five. But I'm like, well, then am I, am I truly giving a good representation of the book? I'm like, oh, no, I'm thinking more about this dumb app than I should. <laughs> I'm like, who actually reads it? But yeah, I'm like, and I don't actually ever write anything. I'm like. Yeah, this, 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 cool. I'll only contribute anything extra if I feel like a book was, um, a book's trigger warnings are, like, bad enough that I was uncomfortable while reading it. Like, there was one that I was Mm -hmm. reading that feels like a true, like, you 
people who are in a true crime podcast might be into but i'm not really into them so the structure of the book and the points and the stuff talked about in the book i was just like i don't know how people listen to this all the time because the descriptions of these things i don't i don't like being in this character's head who has (laughs) been uh dragged into a cult and is now not part of the cult and is trying to take down the cult from the inside and is Mm -hmm. reliving her traumas i did (laughs) i'll put graphic warnings in my story graph so people know yeah these are really actually <laughs> warnings yeah, well when i was reading the memoir and i'm like should i write that in there and i'm like i, I think anyone that's actually going to read this book and sees where it's from and all that and i was like i think you kind of can already take a guess it just happens a lot later than <laughs> than i was expecting but it uh sure not great but i'm like i don't know and then uh but yeah kraken by whatever his name is i it's China, and I don't know how to pronounce. I'm assuming it's like Melville or something like that. Or, but uh, the the way he builds the world is interesting. I just didn't enjoy his writing style, and so it was like. But the whole reason I brought that up was like he has like a line in there where it's like pretty much all the cults are real, and in this book, it's like this event happens, and now every cult's prediction for end of the world is about to happen, mm. and they're like. And like the whole concept is like, we're not here to try to stop the end of the world. We just need one to be right. And the fact that all of them are happening is like not great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's confusing because it's like, what is it what is actually supposed to happen? And so <laughs> there's like a part where this person's trying to get information from this other person is like, What, who do you follow? Are you like this, this, this? Or it's like, oh wait, what are you? You one of those new weird Cthulhu followers? Man, you guys are weird. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> there's other things out there, you weirdos, and they're just like. <laughs> and I think she's just like, no, I'm just trying to find my boyfriend, and he's like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, there there was some stuff I did enjoy, but at the same time, I'm like, it's it was not it was a it was a slog to get through for me. Yeah, but I he has a lot of books. On Storygraph, that said that it was slow paced. So I didn't think it was slow paced because it's like it's it felt it because every cha- it's short chapters, but like every chapter is like a hit, like a just like there is no breathing mm. in the book. It's very much like chapter happens, event happens, boom, 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 and there's like it's just like build, 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 but like no like. Okay, let's take a breath and collect thoughts. It's like, no, when that character will do that, we're going to this character because guess what? Talking to cult mafia people now and all this other stuff. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then it's like, now we're going to go and talk to the sea and summon the sea to do things. But the sea's kind of a lazy nerd. And it's just like, whoa, hold up. Let's rewind. Nope, now we're over here. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm like, why? Just to think this all started with the squid being taken. But any poops. Um, I found the fact, and the fact is, Thelma Dinkley from the Scooby-Doo and, and Wendy share something in common. Uh, impressively, both characters were played by none other than Linda Card... Wow, Cardellini? Carnanini? I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Uh, comic fans may know her for portraying Hawkeye's wife in Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, you may even see her perform as Wendy in real life for a brief moment in the Weirmageddon Part 1 episode. Um, in short, the voice actor for, for Velma is also the voice actor for Wendy. Yeah, I do like that actress. She's in, I, mm-hmm. 
one of her recent roles. I didn't finish the latest season, but Dead to Me was a pretty good show. Uh, I never. And heard then it. <laughs> it, it's on. You probably haven't because it's on Netflix and it's. Like I have recent Netflix era. now. <laughs> uh, but Dead to Me is fun. <laughs> Dead to Me's concept is there's a. It's two women, and you find out early on about this. It's not like major spoilers, but early on, you find out that uh, the blonde woman played by I think it's Christina Applegate. She is grieving the death of her husband who who died in a hit and run and she wants to find out who did it and then linda now i'm doubting how to say her last name cardinelli and car yes car blanche <laughs> she um <laughs> she knows what happened and decides to befriend the blonde lady and uh a lot of a lot of hijinks ensue it, it's very well written and i like the show a lot I think you would like it too because it's very it's not quite a mystery and it's not quite a thriller and it's not a comedy but it is kind of like a little bit of all of those mixed together as these two women are trying to figure it out (laughs) um what's it called i'll add it to the list dead to me look you don't have to explain like what i am to you just what's the (laughs) name of the (laughs) um dead to me oh not b me it's interesting that the fun facts didn't mention that she's in Freaks and Geeks because I feel like that's another big role for her. I never watched that. Yeah, but well, that's it is a bit that one surprise. Yeah, but that one's a bit of an older show. I want to say it had James Franco and Jason Segel and Seth Rogen and her in it as awkward high school kids trying to get through life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I am watching a show on Netflix, and I got to the second episode, and I'm like, I'm enjoying this. <laughs> you did it. Yeah, now I gotta finish the 14 more episodes. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's my first time watching one of these K drama things because I'm like, why do people like this? And I'm like, after the first episode, I'm like, I can see why people like this. Mm-hmm. I think I, I, yeah, I think I mentioned this like before we started recording last episode. Yeah, I was just gonna say not to cut you off, but I think my lights flickered. Oh, it flickered again. So let's uh, let's get going. See, ghosts, we can... ghosts. <laughs> you mean storm? Um, so let's see if we can get through this episode before I lose. Uh, power. I guess I should roll a die. Um, yes. So I'm we roll dice because roll we're this one. we roll Sorry. dice because we're tabletop nerds. We play a lot of different RPGs. Um. I guess I'm talking this week, so I'm going to apologize ahead of time that I have a bit well, of a scratchy throat. What did you roll? A 19. I rolled a 19. Oh, what do we do in case of a tie? Um, I think we just roll again. <laughs> I think that's what we did. Okay. Here, I'll do this on camera so you guys can see I'm not a liar. I, I can't do mine on camera. Oh, okay, you're right. You're talking this week. I rolled a 6. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I rolled a 14 on that second one for anyone who's listening via audio. Well, if you, well, 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 as we did in the last time when someone had me had the the coughs and the scratches, if it gets too much, we'll we'll switch. Yes, that's totally okay. Yeah, I was gonna say like I don't think I have a cold. Um, last week or this pa- last Thursday, we I ran D and D with uh, my boyfriend, but the week before we took a break, and then so this Thursday run D and D. And then yesterday I was on calls with friends chatting and stuff like all day. And <laughs> I got home from work and I saw you like in because we're Discord friends and I was like, Hop's in this call. I'm like, I don't care why she's in this call. And then it's just like, hey, don't you? And I was like, 
no I don't. <laughs> leave me what? alone like, um, i don't know discord's weird <laughs> yeah like me and my friend both work from home so sometimes to keep ourselves from like wandering and all that we'll sit on a discord call and kind of just like complain about work to each other so that we're at our desk instead of wandering <laughs> um but yeah so i was talking pretty much thursday and then all friday and my throat was already a little sore from thursday and now it's still like yeah yesterday i thought i had lemons that i could make a hot lemon water before bed my lemons went bad so i just had honey water but i put too much honey to compensate for the lemon and i was just like oh i'm a hummingbird <laughs> you just uh all of a sudden we just see you just like vibrating just like Ooh, just flying around like a hummingbird. so yeah so apologize apologies if i do i had hot tea and that helped but then we talked for a while <laughs> mm-hmm. uh i don't have any excuses for why i am the way i am yes so um this episode uh is called the deep end yes the (gasps) deep end that's the name of the episode (gasps) Uh, (laughs) so we go ahead and we open up to everyone sweltering inside of the house attached to the mystery shack crinkle stands laying on the floor dipper and mabel are by the chair and seuss is also laying on the floor but closer to them and they're fanning themselves and complaining about the heat and the radio comes on and says that it's 110 degrees, which is looking to be the hottest day of the summer. And um, Dipper is like all in favor of doing nothing all day. Say, so mm-hmm. <laughs> and everybody uh, repeats him. Waddles comes up to bug Stan and Stan's like, I'm going to kick you out of his house if you get close to me. And he starts to lick Stan. He's like, you called my bluff. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, because like where we live, like we have a lot of houses and apartments have air conditioning built in or and all that stuff or people have wall units have you the uh, i remember when i lived in upstate new york we were too far north to have <laughs> air conditioning which i'm assuming gravity falls would probably be a similar state depending on how far north it was yeah i mean i, I know you traveled around be... a bunch did you did you go I to ha- places I, ha- I haven't been to the pacific northwest but my understanding is they typically don't have air conditioning because mm-hmm. I talked to someone who lives, I think, in the Seattle area. And he said when they had the heat wave this last year, he moved to a hotel because a lot of places don't have built-in air conditioning. So mm-hmm. during the heat wave, he got a hotel just so he didn't, like, die in his own home. Yeah. And, like, just for, for people that that may not live in these areas, like, your house, you don't have an air conditioner, but your houses are winterized which like there's a, a lot like a, a thicker and i think uh, a heavier installation built to hold in the heat so i remember when i lived in upstate new york like five minutes away from canada pretty much <laughs> uh we are are uh the like the houses were meant to hold in the heat and then once it hit like 95 degrees we were all were like dying because like our homes were not built Built for for that and so fortunately i lived in the basement of a church where it was normally cold (laughs) (laughs) it was was, always colder yeah yeah uh but it was it was it's interesting like when i was sitting there watching that i'm like that's that's interesting even though like every time we see the mystery shack get destroyed there's no installation which i understand another reason why (laughs) (laughs) but sorry to, to cut you off go ahead no it's okay uh, so then while they're uh, sweltering on the ground, um, they overhear on the radio that it is the opening day for the Gravity Falls pool, to which Mabel and Dipper are like, <gasps> pool? Um, 
<laughs> and uh, so they all. <gasps> Sorry, I was getting a drink. Release. <laughs> so they all um, decide to go. Stan, who's stuck on the floor, is like, "Quick to the car!" And he attempts to get up, and he's like glued to it, and he's stuck. And he asks the kids for help, so everyone grabs spatulas and starts to try and peel him up. And you hear a loud noise, and you're like, "Oh, his back skin must have ripped off." No, he took the entire floorboard floorboards with him and he's walking out the door <laughs> with it all mm-hmm. stuck to his back and he's like all right to the pool um as the radio is like as toby on the radio is like and remember on alert for random wildfires and stan just apparently catches on fire yeah he screams walking outside he <laughs> <laughs> was like he'll be fine <laughs> yep. so then we cut to them going to the pool and they're all excited about it and Stan is like, he compares it be, like being on a bus where he's like, yeah, we're all stuck here with a bunch of strangers, but it's wet. <laughs> I, I agree with Stan here. I, I already don't like going to a pool. And mm-hmm. like when my when I was younger, we had a like I'm an above ground pool in our backyard. And like I didn't mind that. And then as I got older, I'm like, I don't like being in this thing with other people. <laughs> And then I remember I went into, like, a wave pool once, and I'm like, I feel gross. <laughs> I think I was just swimming around in in pee <laughs> and chlorine, chlorinated pee. And I'm like, I think I caught a million diseases. And never, never went back to a water park now I think about it. <laughs> I mean, very fair. <laughs> I don't... I don't have a family to be like, hey, let's go take the kids to the water park. It's like, oh, why is this person in his 30s coming to a water park? <laughs> <laughs> like, me and my friends, the only thing we liked at the water park, we didn't hang out in all the pools and stuff. Not to say that the water slides would necessarily be safer, but I can pretend it's better because the water's always moving. So if somebody mm-hmm. ahead of me does something instead of going to the bathroom, maybe it won't touch me at that moment. <laughs> no, it's always touching. It's cycling. You know? It's circling. It's like everything not even in the pool it's just like everything something is always touching <laughs> it's like the seven degrees of bacon the seven degrees of someone didn't wash their hands <laughs> um but yes, <laughs> as they approach the pool mabel spots a handsome young man with his hair blowing in the wind she's like oh, who's that and seuss eating uh his chips is like oh that dude never leaves the pool some say he's a mysterious loner and mabel's pupils dilate <laughs> and she's like oh is it getting hot out here or is it just that guy and dipper's like it is the hottest day of the year and when are you gonna stop crushing on some random guy every week and she's like uh uh whatever look at his mustache hair <laughs> yeah uh, and seuss he's like go to him <laughs> Seuss the enabler. I know. And then Mabel proceeds to like run over people that are sitting in like the layout lounge chairs and bumps into like a basket full of pool, um, like inflatable uh, balls. And she's like, oops, sorry. Ah, ooh, ooh. And Seuss is like, how romantic. <laughs> <laughs> or no, he says, it's so beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> and then, yeah, Debra's like, yeah, whatever. She's never just a dude before. And it's like, Debra, have you? Like, <laughs> like. <laughs> You talk like you have a wealth of of, of uh, knowledge, of yeah. knowledge and history, and like you can't even talk to your your crush. <laughs> uh, so Stan tries to comment like "Ah, women," but then gets hit in the face <laughs> by a water balloon. And you pan up and find out that Wendy is a lifeguard at this pool. Uh, to which 
uh, Dipper is uh, completely enamored because you have Wendy in a one piece in the middle of the summer. He's like, oh, you, you work here? She's like, yeah, lifeguards get extra snacks. And like, okay, I'll be a lifeguard then. And I get mm-hmm. the best seat in the house because she has the umbrella. She's overlooking everything. Mm-hmm. And Dipper's like, yeah, you do. And then laughs and then <laughs> stares. And he's like, I've been laughing for much too long. <laughs> <laughs> and Seuss is like, are you two having a staring contest? Because I think you're winning. <laughs> and Dipper <laughs> freaks out immediately. Uh, so uh, Dipper asks Wendy if they want to check more water balloons. And when he was like, I'd love to, but we have to have, like, tryouts to see about having an assistant lifeguard. Why don't you try getting, the- or, did she suggest it? Yes, oh, Dipper. I'm, I'm, I'm reading the line right now. He's like, yeah, I'd be totally, or, uh, you gotta be a lifeguard. Oh, he's like, well, what if I be the assistant lifeguard? And she's, that's when she tells him, oh, you gotta go talk with, once again, another amazing name, Mr. Pulchek. <laughs> he's like, oh, your boss? And then he turns and looks, and it's a man who's, like, super fit, super muscular, with an iconic patch of sunscreen on his nose. And he starts doing push-ups, and then he starts doing index finger push-ups. And then he slowly turns his head and <laughs> looks at Dipper face on. And Dipper's like, <laughs> <laughs> Um I wish I could do push-ups like that. <laughs> Except I jiggle too much like Jello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so then we have, uh, we cut back to the handsome guy that Mabel was interested in, and he's trying to relax, and he has this, like, pool floaty in front of him that he seems to hold on to. And you see a shadow look through the water, Mabel's like, hello, funny seeing you here. Not that we've met before, but, like, hi. <laughs> and she goes, my name's Mabel. He's like, hola. She's like, are you Australian? <laughs> and he goes, oh, you're so funny. <laughs> Yeah, you forgot the part when he's like, "How long have you been underwater?" And then she coughs up a bandaid. I'm like, "Oh yes." I'm like, "Oh gross." I was like, "Pools." I'm like, "This is the whole reason I don't like being at a pool." Yeah, and then Mabel's just like, "Oh, you're so funny, and your hair is so beautiful." He's like, "Oh no, 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 it tangles." She's like, "I, I will comb it." (laughs) Proceeds to pull out a little comb, and starts uh, combing his hair. And he's like, "Oh, you're so forward." She's like, and she starts to have the internal monologue of like, "He totally likes you. He's so into you. Ask him out on a date." So she goes, "Do you want to like dry off and go to the snack bar?" And he immediately goes, "No, no, I have a terrible secret. I must go." And uh, Mabel's like, I'm so upset. Yeah, I'm so intrigued. <laughs> <clears throat> so then we have Dipper going back to talk to Mr. Pulchek. And Mr. Pulchek is like inspecting him all over and leans in and sniffs him and goes, mm, you're wearing SPF 100. <laughs> I like you, but it's not an easy job. It's anarchy. And nothing's happening at the pool when he says this. <laughs> And Dipper's like, I think I can handle it. And then Mr. Pulchek uh, goes, can you handle this? Pops off his <laughs> hand. I lost this to a pool filter. Oh, here. The pool may seem friendly. <laughs> For audio listeners, uh, Hop pulled her arm into her, her sweater sleeve. Yes. He's like, uh, the pool may seem friendly, but she can turn on you in an instant, which is why you must respect her rules. Do you have what it takes, boy? And Dipper... Um, Looks to Wendy, and Wendy's just like, yeah. And Dipper's <laughs> like, uh, sure, I guess. Uh, so he gives him his own honorary whistle to say he's employed, and he says, welcome to the deep end, son. It's the name of the episode. I think my favorite part about Mr. Polchek is, like, 
his hand when he takes it off is like stuck in like like I don't know how to explain this for audio listeners, but like full outstretched like, like fingers. Like pretty yeah. much like an action figure karate chop like mm-hmm. hand. Takes it off, does everything he he does, like there's stuff he he does later with it. That sounds a whole lot worse <laughs> than it was intended. But um he puts uh but then when he puts it back his hand back on, it's like like movable perfect hand normal hand yeah Yeah. you would never know because like he puts it on and then he's able to like like grab dipper by his arms like can you handle the responsibility he's like does that hand move or doesn't it what's going on here yeah and then he pulls him in for a hug and it's like super like tight like all-encompassing hug and dipper's like okay and like taps him on the arm he's not sure what to do then we start off Stan and Seuss's, well, Stan's side plot specifically. Seuss has a different side plot happening in the background of this mm. episode. But uh, Stan explains that he has the perfect lawn chair. It's got enough, it's walking distance from the snack uh, bar and the bathroom. It's got the right amount of shade and sun. And it's pointed away from old man McGucket oiling himself up. And they cut to a scene of him like slapping his belly and going, oh. Yeah, <laughs> and everyone's like staring in disgust. So Seuss is like, "Oh, the legends are true. Uh, I thought it was just stuff you were saying in the car." So they're talking in front of this for a while, and Stan's like, "Well, I'm gonna put my towel on here. I'm surprised it's not taken." And like slowly goes to sit on it. So then he um, finds something in his way, turns around to find Gideon rubbing sunblock on his face and giggling. And uh, Stan's like, get out of my chair, kid. And Gideon turns around to a towel that says property of Stan. And Gideon's like, I didn't know this was your chair. Just kidding. I knew. And I'm not moving. (laughs) (laughs) And um, when Stan's like, move, you little troll. He goes, nope, first come, first serve. And he, like, starts rolling around in the chair. (laughs) (laughs) And Stan is like, I'll first serve you. And he starts to pick up Gideon, to which a whistle blows. And he gets himself locked up in pool jail. And when he's like, I don't make the rules. Just kidding. I do. And locks him up. And Dipper is excited and goes to Wendy to talk about getting the job. And Wendy's like, oh, nice. Do you want to abuse our new sense of power? And Dipper's like, I don't know. Mr. Poolcheck doesn't seem very mentally stable or emotionally stable. And you turn around and he's hanging on a fence by like the back of his knees. And then he slowly lifts himself up, (laughs) peers around like a bird and then hangs back upside down like a bat. Dude, if he wasn't such a creeper and like, I'd be freaked out if I saw this in real life, but it's it's, like super metal. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh my goodness. Yeah. It explains why he goes and hangs out at the bar. (laughs) (laughs) With all the uh, bikers and stuff. Yeah. Then you have Wendy who's like, no, no, no. We just got to be sneaky about how we abuse our power. And she's like, race you to the um, uh, no running sign. And they go off to run to it. And then Pulchek blows a whistle and Dipper immediately like starts like walking and like freaking out about having to follow the rules. And then it goes back to pool jail. And one of the kids looks to Stan. He's like, how long are you in for? He's like, um, two hours for rough housing. <laughs> and the other kid's like, pool jail isn't so bad as long as you don't wind up in solitary. And you have this little kid in this little window with little bars. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like inside the pool in like a vent. And the, uh, the transcript calls him pool jail. And he goes, yeah. 
it's the nights that are the hardest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just... Oh, wait a second. It says, I went to his character thing and he's like, home, the Gravity Falls pool. No. Likes. The girl in the pool safety sign. Uh, oh, and a buddy. pool safety sign dislikes being trapped in solitary confinement. And quote, it's the nights that are the hardest. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> it's a... Uh... Poor pool jail kid. Oh, okay. Here's a little bit of trivia here. When asked about the boys' fate, Alcarch said he found a pool skewer that he can operate a nearby vending machine with. He also has a crush on... Oh, this is where it is. He also has a crush on the girl and a pool safety sign. <laughs> Poor buddy. <laughs> That's how you get trolls. <laughs> so yeah, so then we cut back to Mabel trying to seduce um, the mysterious handsome lad again. And she swims up to him and drops a sandwich. And she's like, flop, I brought you a sandwich. It's kind of <laughs> soggy though. <laughs> and she goes by the way you know i really like sharing things like sandwiches or secrets share your secret you beautiful stranger <laughs> <laughs> and he goes the wet sandwich looks delicious and his hair blows in the wind and he's like okay as long as you promise not to tell another living soul my secret and mabel of course nods and is excited about it he uh goes it is because i am a and he pushes the pool inflatable away a merman i mean it was like oh thank god i thought you were gonna say that you had a girlfriend <laughs> it also like really begs the question like she's like because in the beginning of the episode when he first sees her he's just like how long have you been underwater and it's like did she just because i know some people like open their eyes when under the under the water <laughs> i would hope this is chlorinated to the point where it would hurt I don't say that I hope that in that she got burnt. <laughs> I but hope I'm... her eyes got burnt out with chlorine. <laughs> I mean that if there's band-aids floating in the pool, I hope there's enough chlorine to kill any living thing so you wouldn't want to open your eyes in that water. Even kids. <laughs> um, Can fish survive in chlorinated water? I don't think so. Well, no wonder he wants to leave. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so... Um... Oops. It comes back and she's like, oh, you were speaking a foreign fish language. He's like, no, it was Spanish. <laughs> and she was asking how old he is and because his voice is deep. He said he's 12, but mer, mer people's voices drop in their three. Mm-hmm. She asks his name and he's like, you can call me and pulls out a guitar uh, and strums it. Mermendo. That is because that is my name. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And thus Coco was born. <laughs> then she asks, she's like, how did you end up in this pool? And then he has this flashback where he was swimming with dolphins in the ocean, gets fished up by fishermen. The fisherman goes, did we fish up one of those beautiful fish boys? <laughs> and he goes, we must eat his flesh. So he ends up in a bait truck to get dropped off at Gravity Falls. When he finally gets a chance to escape, he ends up in the lake nearby and tries to swim up like the salmon, like up river on top of the thing. Mm-hmm. And he gets to the top and a log hits him in the face. So he falls backwards and um, he finds himself washed up on shore and starts to drown on land to which the forest animals come and lick his face enough. So it's damp enough that he can breathe. <laughs> so he asks them to continue licking their face and he flops his fish floppiness, which we see a lot, into a tube that is above, uh, like, a sewer outlet above a hill towards the pool. Which mm-hmm. is concerning, because if it rains a lot, it would go nah. right in the pool. But that's not that's not for us to worry about. 
the other thing that I find a little bit interesting is that apparently he he said uh, I was swimming with your friends, the mighty my my friends and the my, the mighty dolphins in the Gulf of Mexico. Oh yeah, and somehow he ends up in the Pacific He's, Northwest. It's such yeah, a, such a far trip. <laughs> it's like okay now he's in the lake and he's like okay you're gonna go like contact your people it's like well i hope that lake has ocean outlet yeah (laughs) Yeah. it's so (laughs) then it's just you just put him in another big pool (laughs) but yes so mormando's like now that you know my history you must be weirded out she's like no no no, you're the coolest guy i've ever met and you can play at least one chord on the guitar (laughs) and he goes i've never met a human like you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she's like most haven't or something like that um uh, no it's uh he asks her to join in a game of marco polo and she says yes and they hug and she covers his uh he starts to choke and says you're covering my gills and she's like whoa <laughs> weird so then we have gideon uh doing what he was doing earlier rubbing his face and giggling as he's uh putting some block on he's like my cheeks baby soft (laughs) and stan is watching angrily from afar and he's like i can't touch him or the stupid pool patrol will come and throw me in pool jail again (laughs) so he uh decides to take his watch and he realizes it's reflecting the sun so he tries to like angle the watch to get it into his eyes to annoy Gideon. And then Gideon has like these little pair of like, I guess, sunglasses or goggles and or maybe suntan and goggles and reflects the light right back into Stan's eyes. And he screams and falls back into the water. You, oh, you... and the thing that he says while he's trying to like yes. angle his watch is, yes, yes, burn the child. <laughs> One of the best lines I think I've heard in a cartoon in a while. <laughs> yes, yes, burn the child. <laughs> Uh, then we cut to Seuss's little mini side plot. He's putting on one of the inflatable ducky like around the waist so he can just float in the water. And he hears a voice that's like, Seuss. And he's like, oh, inflatable duck guy, is that you? It's like, yes, Seuss, I can talk. He's like, oh my gosh, I knew you were secretly alive. I knew it. And you cut to Wendy and Dipper with a little uh, megaphone and they're messing with Seuss and they try to stretch each other. And they go, my people have been enslaved. Seuss, you must free us. <laughs> so Seuss is like, uh, the inflatable pool duck revolution is at hand. And he goes to run inside the um, supply closet. But Mr. Poolcheck blows his whistle and announces that the pool's closing. And then uh, he's like pushing Seuss so he doesn't go in the supply closet. Dipper and Mabel are trying to set themselves up to not look like they're in trouble. And he looks directly at Dipper, and Dipper looks nervous, and he's like, you have a good night, son. All right, good night, son. Lock up, lock up the supplies for me. And then he uh, re- does the thing that you said he was going to do later. He pops his hand off, shakes it, and the keys come out. It's a good place not to lose them. <laughs> yes. Uh, so he locks up the supplies, and then you have Mermando and Mabel uh, realizing that the pool's closing. So Mabel is like... Uh, uh, no, no, Mamando is like, can I see you tonight? And Mabel goes, sure, do you want to go for a walk? And he's like, merman, I am a merman. She's like, oh, yeah, 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 I'll come back to the pool tonight. <laughs> so Mabel takes the golf cart, the grab, uh, Mystery Shack one, drives it up, and reaches around to, like, the pool skimmer, the little net you use to, like, take leaves mm-hmm. and stuff out from the top of the pool. And she pulls it through to use it as like a jumping point to get over the fence to get to the other side to spend time with Armando. 
And she's like, look, I brought a scrapbook of human stuff. And then every memory she has is about legs and goes, I can't imagine what it'd be like if you didn't have legs. Mermano's like, can we like skip this part? She's like, and my family is kickboxing in this one. (laughs) And it's one of those things where I'm like, man, I wonder if this episode came out today, (laughs) like how all that would go. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) it's funny, but also in my head, I'm like, I, I know it's not the same and it's like it's it's still funny but at the same time the other part of me is just like you're pretty much showing like like I don't, I, I, even though he doesn't have legs it's like hello handicapped person look at these <laughs> things I can do with my legs that you can't, that you can't. I know <laughs> it's like oh okay <laughs> thanks buddy <laughs> yeah and then in response he swims away and he's sad and he tries to take out his guitar to play it, but it sounds really out of tune, so he has to shake water out of it. And then he starts to talk about how he used to have a family, and the, he's been wearing like a shell necklace the whole time, and you open it and find out it's a locket with a picture of his family. And Mabel's like, why don't you just leave? And then Mermando has his flashbacks of every escape, <laughs> of the different escape attempts he's had. Then the one that he remembers is him just like swimming in circles and going to jump out of the pool. <laughs> proceeds to flop like a fish on land and knock over every piece of furniture <laughs> and then a woodpecker comes and like stabs him in the forehead and he rolls back into the water and then he ends with and then the wolves came <laughs> i like to imagine that um the kid who's in solitary confinement just watches that all he's like oh no <laughs> <laughs> how do i help him um but yes yeah, so then he looks out to the night sky and there's like a fall a shooting star in the background and it looks really romantic and mabel's like this is a first kiss moment here i come so she leans in with her lips out and he's like what are you doing with your mouth <laughs> and she's like my lips are pouting because um i had sour candy and it was like so sour he's like can i have some candy and she goes no <laughs> <laughs> Um, so then it comes back to daytime and we have uh, Bubs and Durland are putting on sunblock and then uh, suddenly they get trapped in like the lifesaver floaties and Blubs is like what's happening and Darlin gets uh, Durland also gets a lifesaver floaty around him he's like I'm scared (laughs) (laughs) and they go meet uh, because they're both trapped and Dipper is like 100 points and Wendy says that if they can have this job all summer, then it's going to be uh, the having fun the entire time. And Dipper blushes because Dipper is Dipper and goes, all summer. And then Polchak, uh calls Dipper over specifically and explains to him that uh, I thought you respected the pool's uh, safety rules. And Dipper's like, uh mr Pulchek, are you crying and he turns around and is like he's red in the face and his eyes are watering and he wipes him and he goes it's not important right now <laughs> um but basically tells him that some maniac broke into the supplies and that the only pool skimmer at the pool has been damaged and that he has to go on the night stakeout and if anything happens to any supplies then he's fired mm-hmm. and dipper salutes and is like i won't let you down sir so um did we mention oh. that Wendy's the one, not Wendy, Mabel's the one that breaks the pool skimmer to like... I did. Get okay. I said that she uses the pool skimmer as a jumping off I, point yeah, to missed, get over the fence. I missed that. <laughs> um, but yes, so we cut to Mabel and Mermando and Mabel's trying to play with those like inflatable like volleyball things and 
she just hits Mormando in the face with it. She's like, are you okay? And she's like, oh, it's about your family, isn't it? You're you're sad and you want to be with them again. And he makes a dolphin sound, which is the first time he's made a dolphin sound all episode. <laughs> Does that and- mean, I remember like a handful of episodes of Spongebob. Did that mean he used a sentence enhancer? He must have used a sentence enhancer, yes. <laughs> Um, but Mabel goes, you know what? We're going to get you out of here and back to your family. And Mermando is like, only, what is it? He's like, only someone who can come with like a brave and uh, extraordinary plan can get me out of here or something like that. Uh, Mabel, let's see, but Mabel, escape is impossible. Oh, maybe uh, it's another time he mentions that. Let's see. It might have been earlier. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see any. I don't. Yeah, I'm like I'm looking at the transcript right now, and like it might be what he says later when she comes back because she does have a plan drawn up for him, <laughs> which is yeah. a fun plan. <laughs> um, then we have Dipper, who's decided that he's gonna take the night stake out as seriously as possible, and said his plan is to catch a trespasser, protect the supplies, keep the job at the pool, and eventually marry a Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> and um. Oh, and this is because it's at nighttime where he's decided mm-hmm. that he's like pacing and watching over the stakeout. And he turns around to hear a weird noise and finds uh, Grunkle Stan is cutting a, a, a size of the fence that fits him. And mm. Dipper's like, Grunkle Stan? And Stan's like, I am sleepwalking and I am sleep talking. Nice hat, by the way. And his hat says Dipper has instead of his usual um, pine hat, it's uh, night patrol. Mm-hmm. And Dipper blows the whistle, and Stan's like, "Fine, fine, I'm leaving, I'm going," and uh, <laughs> and then uh, walks back a couple steps, and then immediately runs into the pool area. And Dipper's like, "Hey!" And he follows after him. To which Mabel backs the cart in through the man-sized hole that Grunkle Stan. Um, I thought she makes cut. another hole. She does later on okay. her escape. Oh yeah, that's right. She backs into. Yeah. <laughs> she backs in nicely. Yeah. And <laughs> before we before I like <laughs> there's one part that I really like about Dipper and Stan's thing where Dipper's like, You're the one destroying the pool supplies. Like, what? No, my cars are a lot better than that. I'm gonna get that C ready for me in the morning. And then maybe I'll destroy some pool supplies. I still young. <laughs> and that's when he blows the whistle. <laughs> Just stands like ah <laughs> <laughs> Um Yeah, so Mabel backs up the golf cart and explains to Mermando that she's gonna get him out of here. And Miranda's like, how can I possibly escape? And she's like, okay, so my original plan was to tape together a bunch of fish sticks to make you a prosthetic pair of legs and hands them a drawing. And he opens it and he's like, hmm, intriguing. And she's like, but then I realized, and she walks into the supply closet and pulls out a cooler and starts to fill it with water through her hose. I could just transport you in this cooler. Mm -hmm. And he leaves it out of the pool and then flops on the pool side for a little bit and then flops himself into the cooler. (laughs) And then uh, Mabel shuts it, and Dipper runs up. He's like, Mabel, uh, is there anyone else breaking into the pool tonight? What, is Zeus here too? And then you see in the background, Zeus was scrambling up the fence and lands. And Zeus is like, I'm okay. (laughs) And Dipper just goes, go home, Zeus. Without even turning around. (laughs) Yeah, and Zeus goes, you got it. And you see Zeus doing what little kids will do. like They just jump over and over. So Dipper turns his attention back to Mabel. He's like, so what are you doing here? And she goes, uh, no reason. And then from the cooler, the lid like jumbles as Mermando clears his throat. And Dipper's like, did that cooler just clear its throat? She's like, don't be silly. There's certainly not a merman in there if that's what you're implying. (laughs) Who said anything about a merman? And Dipper's like, all right, 
I don't have time for all these games. If you don't give me back the supplies, I'm going to lose the coolest job ever. Mabel's like, I totally understand, but look, Wendy in a bikini. And Dipper turns around and he's like, really? At night? <laughs> and she goes, sorry, Dipper. And runs off. And the little pool jail kid. And go, his Mabel, little... go. We all can't be saved. <laughs> and Mabel's like um, talking about how she's going to get him home. And Dipper says to hand over the pool supplies in the name of pool law. And she says that pool law is dumb and so is your hat. <laughs> so they're in like a car chase where Mabel is in the golf cart uh, driving towards the lake. And Dipper is in the pool cart and has the what I thought was the broken pool skimmer now that I think about it. And is mm-hmm. launching water balloons at Mabel. One of the water balloons happens to land and hit the like release valve on the cooler. So all the water starts to fall out of it and, um, oh wait, right before that, they're speeding towards Gravity Falls Lake (laughs) and they speed right past the police car with, uh, Derlin and Blubs and they're asleep and then they wake up and they go, I think someone just sped by and Derlin's like, probably just a dream and Blub goes with you every day is a dream. I was like, aw. I yep. love them. And then it's like, quick cut before Disney noticed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so then one of the water balloons, like I said, hits the release valve for the cooler. And Romando says that they have to hurry because he can't breathe. And Mabel uh, hits the brakes and like tries to do a maneuver, but it ends up not working out. And she falls onto the ground and the cooler falls onto the ground. And Dipper walks up. He's like, all right, I got you. Show me what's inside the cooler. Hand it over. And he's like, why do you even need it? So Mabel is like, I wanted to save my new friend. He's really nice. We combed each other's hair and he needs to be in the cooler because he breathes water because he's a merman. And Mermando rolls out of the cooler, just goes, hola. And Dipper was like, wow, (laughs) way to bury the lead, Mabel. (laughs) So then um, Mabel's introduction is Dipper, Mermando the merman. He's a merman. <laughs> and Miranda's like, nice to meet you, but I think I'm dying. And in Spanish, uh, starts saying, like, I need water. Uh, I'm not going to pretend to pronounce it because I don't have good pronunciation for Spanish. Um, and then Mabel, she goes, you're a lifeguard. You have to give him CPR. And Dipper's like, but he doesn't breathe air. She's like, I don't know. Do reverse CPR then. <laughs> so he proceeds to get a water bottle from the pool cart puts it in his mouth, and then does CPR by forcing water into Mermando's mouth and cre- screams that he hates this. And Mabel takes a picture mouth to mouth and was like, blackmail. blackmail. <laughs> and Mermando is like, thank you for saving me, but why didn't you just push me into the lake? And you zoom out, and he's literally like five feet from the edge of the lake. Mm. And Dipper is just like, ugh, <laughs> smacks his forehead. But they get him into the water, and Mermando makes dolphin sounds again and he goes sorry i'm weak from coughing how will i get my family to hear me (laughs) so mabel hands him over the uh, megaphone and says problem solved and dipper is like no the pool supplies i'll get fired and then mabel has her little monologue where she's like have you ever known what it or haven't you ever felt like you liked someone but they can't like you back and no matter what you do uh you do anything for that person anyway and Dipper, mm. of course, sighs and gives him the megaphone. Mermando repeats, he's like, I've never met anyone like you. I mean, it was like, same here, except that's... for a zombie, a gnome, and a couple of cute vampires. <laughs> that's that's when I was thinking of that, that line. 
And then Dipper's like, I don't remember the vampire. She's like, I don't tell you everything. Anyway, I guess this is it, Miranda. And he uh, give, he leaps up and gives her her first kiss. And Dipper's like, ew, that's gross. And tries to walk, uh, goes to walk away. And she, Mabel's like, don't worry, you got your first kiss from Miranda too. And he's like, don't involve me in this. <laughs> so uh, Miranda goes to leave. And Mabel's like, you did the right thing, Dipper. And Mabel is like, oh, I have one last thing I want to do. And she runs out onto the rocks and puts her fist up in the air. You sent me the picture. And Miranda yeah. jumps over her like it's free willy. And she's like, ah, I've always wanted to do that. <laughs> oh, man. I always uh, remember free willy. But then I, I was like, man, I haven't watched that since I was like, I was only single digit ages. I don't think I've ever watched it in its entirety. Like, I, I know mm. what it is and what it's about, but I can't say anything. I think I there's like three of them yeah that was there's the our next everything. there's <laughs> our next trilogy we're gonna walk through um every movie that has some sort of animal sea animal freedom <laughs> or, or just uh as the is a main character like flipper mm. the dolphin Airbud. Airbud. well i was thinking there's aquatic like a, but yeah oh, okay. but Airbud. there's like 50 of those Airbud. yes yeah, yeah Airbud's the no, I'm trying to remember because I'm not the like, dog that it? plays basketball. I remember the dog that plays basketball, but I'm like, hold on, is there another dog playing sports game where the is that the one in the end where they're just like, okay, we have the family treated you well, and then the jerk, uh, the jerk junkyard owner that didn't treat him well, but is technically his owner, and we'll let the dog choose, and uh, the dog rips the newspaper out of his hand and runs to boy. <laughs> that sounds about right but also Airbud spawned sequels in that Airbud had puppies and yeah. then the puppies also play basketball i um, thought that why... would hurt their nose i imagine so um so let's then we can oh, yeah. watch um oh that movie with the two dogs and the cat that go on a road trip because i like the... that movie that one um, makes me cry what's it called uh homeward bound yes um but yes yeah, so back to gravity falls we have uh, pool check at the pool, uh, losing his mind. He goes, there's a wrecked fence, there's dents in the pool mobile, and a missing megaphone. Who's responsible for this? And Dipper owns up to it, and he goes, I got in too deep. <laughs> and pool check, you know, fires him and makes him hand over the whistle, to which he starts to put the whistle, like, rope in his mouth, and then starts chewing it up. And then the whistle gets to his teeth, and he cracks it. And he just eats it and swallows it, and Dipper just slowly backs away. Super Fighter should be given the ring of uh, power to. <laughs> and Poolcheck was like, if one thing goes wrong today, and one more thing, and you see Seuss <laughs> by the fence with all the inflatable duckies, you're free, inflatable duckies, unite! And Poolcheck freaks out. So then Seuss uh, scrambles up and over the fence and runs, and Poolcheck runs <laughs> through the fence, mm -hmm. to which we see someone we haven't seen in a while, Tyler Cute Biker. Get him. Get him. Get him. In this rewatch, he doesn't say get him as much as I remember he did in my head. Yeah, he's just an iconic character. Yeah. I, I wonder uh, if he says get him more in the second season. It could be possible. But we have uh, Wendy walking out and she's in her full clothes. She's not in the lifeguard uh, suit anymore. She says that she got fired and probably for taking too many snacks. And she lifts her hat and she has like six bags of chips on her head. And they laugh and walk <laughs> away. And she asks if they want to break rules somewhere else. And he says, of course. And then Mabel is sitting by the edge of the pool and looks sad. But then a bottle, uh, a letter in a bottle comes up. 
she opens it and Mermando says um, he's home with his family and he's very happy and that their first kiss will always be something he holds dear in his heart and technically multiple hearts as Berman have 17 which is horrifying but true <laughs> then he says there's more bottles along the way and um, oh the thing I forgot to mention was uh, Stan's plans but anyway mm-hmm. to wrap up Mabel there's like a bunch of bottles that appear and she starts giggling stan when he broke in at night his plan uh he changed into his bathing suit laid on the chair and said all right i just gotta stay here for 15 hours until the pool reopens what a good plan nothing can go wrong with this plan and then here we have it is the next day gideon walks up and is like oh darn you got the chair and um put her there i guess you've won and Stan goes to sit up to shake hands with him, and he realizes he's stuck to the chair. And Gideon goes, or perhaps I predicted your plan and covered the chair with glue last night. Enjoy your chair forever. <laughs> and Stan goes, kids, get the spatulas. <laughs> I'm trying to think. 15 hours. If the pool opens at 8 a.m., he would have had gotten there 5 p.m. <laughs> the day and, But it was nighttime. It was... Sometimes the pool open. Does the pool open at like one p.m.? <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Well, like, if it's summer, let's... sunset would be about. Ten. It would be dark by what eight p.m. in the summer. Uh, it would start getting dark, but uh, we're also higher up, depending on what side of like if they're near a mountain range and all that stuff. Let's just say nine, and then... where it's completely dark. Yeah, or like at least it starts getting dark enough where they can still see because they don't have any lights or anything. Oh yeah, they don't. Uh, only Dipper has a flashlight. Let's let, yeah, but we'll, let's say nine just to be safe, and then so fifteen hours. Uh, so twelve would be nine a.m. Ten, it would be lunchtime. Yeah, so I wasn't I wasn't off with my joke saying it opens yeah. at one p.m. But then most pools close at like 5 p.m. <laughs> Maybe that's why Pool Check is so stressed out. He's like, I only work for like three hours a day for a specific amount of time. And all these brats are ruining everything. It must be. But yeah, so then we cut to the end credits. And in the end credits, all we see is Pool Jail Boy <laughs> sitting as life passes him by. Like several seasons go by. Uh, there's fireworks in the distance, and he waves a little like American flag to go along with it, yeah. and uh, <laughs> and that's how it ends. Yeah, <laughs> just if we go really well, I'll just start playing the opening to Mad World, <laughs> <laughs> or uh, the Johnny Cash song. And I hurt myself today. <laughs> but yes, I guess my voice held out. I could use a glass of water, but. Well, I'll go now as uh, I scroll down, which I probably should have done a little while ago, to talk about the other fun things in here, such as character revelations, which, yeah, we know cute vampires Mabel met. Wow, I talked about, I talked like Yoda. Um, And so, yeah, so we find out that Mabel apparently has her own ventures that we never see. Dipper reveals uh, that Mabel never kissed a guy uh, because we'll find a way to mess it up. Uh, okay, that's, I don't know why that's a re- revelation, but <laughs> it's there. And the other revelation really, uh, is that apparently her family is into kickboxing. Um, okay. and then continuity, uh, mer people were mentioned in, in a previous episode. Um, let's see. 
There's a picture of a Fiji mermaid seen in at the end of a title sequence. Let's see, I'm gonna open. It doesn't have a picture. Thank you for not helping that. Oh, there it is in tourist traps. It's in. Uh, uh, it's in one of the displays. There. I see it. Um, the Fiji mermaid was seen in in tourist trap. Uh, and the inconveniencing. Which episode is that? Oh, okay, that's a. Uh, episode five um ba -ba -ba -ba. and Chutzbar also mentions uh mermaids um in the perverse of manliness uh wax Dan is back uh as it shows is melting so apparently all they had to do was wait for this day and then all those wax heads would uh would be taken care of mm -hmm. and uh and then Mabel does a callback to the gnomes and the zombie from the first episode. Um, okay, here's a little bit of trivia that's interesting. Is uh, This is one of two Gravity Falls episodes that doesn't have an Alex Hirsch writing credit. Mm -hmm. The other one, which would make sense, is Dipper versus Manliness. As there seems to be some connection between the two. Um... Let's see. In the original script, Stan says blind the child rather than burn the child. <laughs> um, this was changed because blind the child was... <laughs> okay. This was changed because blind the child was seemed too graphic. Oh, but burn them <laughs> is <Yeah>. fine. <laughs> um, and one of the bottles that Mabel receives, uh, it's labeled LeBlam, which is her name backwards. Um, yeah, that's pretty much, let's see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, uh, fun episode, but Hop, I, I do have, uh, one, uh, important question for you, or, which is, um, did you realize this was the 10th anniversary this week? <laughs> I did the... not. Me neither until I was clicking around the wiki and found the, apparently there's a whole bunch of articles. Where one was like, which I was like, ha, that's funny. And I was going to share that one first. But then uh, I was like, this would have been a, a fun question to ask. Which, uh, was it last episode? No, two episodes ago. I think it was two episodes. Let me check real quick. Yeah, for Boss Mabel. Uh, was Bo was she too harsh of a, of a leader? And they were like, yes, no. But uh, who do you feel like you're the most like in this episode? And why is it Bullcheck? You mean it's Mabel. <laughs> <laughs> my online persona is uh unattainable boy uh i can change that <laughs> that's all i have to say <laughs> yeah now you if, you most like? if you start smooching unattainable boys <laughs> um hey, i i married the the unlovable boy in stardew valley uh, i married <laughs> the boy who doesn't talk to you for four chapters in fire emblem uh, Genshin doesn't let me smooch boys. Because <laughs> the <of> men. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, most like. Um. See, this is another thing where it's like, I connect with certain parts of these characters, <laughs> like. In my head, like. Uh. I can see a little bit like Dipper where it's just like, even though I don't, I wouldn't agree with how, the reasons why he's like, protect the pool stuff. But I'm like, 
now don't break equipment because that's like it costs money to replace and stuff but at the same time i'm like i can relate to stan <laughs> to stan's very <laughs> aggravation of I, I i was pretty much here and then this brat took it <laughs> so i don't um where's the wiki let me scroll through real quick um <clears throat> let's see and mr pool check i just wish i could do thumb push-ups <laughs> but, I, <laughs> but i can't um that's the thing because like with dipper like i i don't know like i i would try to protect like, not to protect but like make sure that equipment is not being like broken and all that because that does cost money but it wouldn't be like the whole motive for him is like i gotta keep this job so i can talk to woman mm -hmm. <laughs> um but are you the super strict rule follower type of guy no i i can barely that, that's why because well, yeah, I, <laughs> I was gonna say because that's what dipper like dipper is fighting with the feelings of i have to follow the rules because i'm dipper versus i want to be with wendy because mm -hmm. uh, wendy wants to break rules versus yeah um and like i don't know i i not i don't feel like Zeus. i'll, I'll put grunkle stan because it's like you're you're gonna burn the child yeah <laughs> it's it's a it's a favorite pastime of some people yeah. i'm wondering if we're gonna have the favorite favorite person pool kid pool jail yeah pool jail kid <laughs> he's oh my goodness it's funny how like these kind of very minor non not, show up characters are constantly like the best thing of the show it's okay. a very good time it's uh, <laughs> yeah. It's just like, oh my goodness, <laughs> this. Is, I want to learn more about pool, uh, pool jail kid because <laughs> he's just, <laughs> just sits there and is like, does he have parents? Does it like? Did they just? Has wondering? anyone checked on him? Does anyone know he's still there? I don't think so. I think <laughs> he's just pool gone. check threw him in and then was like, I never. But you'd think that he'd have to clean that out eventually. But that's how he lost his hand. Him. Pool jail uh, yeah. kid bit his hand off. Because he was so, so hungry. <laughs> but yeah, I don't have anything else to add for this episode, do you? Uh, no. Uh, we'll see you guys all next week as we talk about episode 16. We're getting closer every week to the final yes. episodes of, uh, of season one. Yeah, and then so we'll start things... season two. And then <laughs> season dead. three. If it existed. <laughs> or what's that? Dun, uh, dun. The, uh, the timmy turner's dad if i had one <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah thanks everyone for listening we always appreciate it we would also appreciate it if you let us ratings reviews and your favorite ways of listening to the podcast or leaving likes and comments and things like that uh feel free to share with uh people and friends and enemies and all that and um... even people who think that we're taking your wi-fi <laughs> not the wi-fi we are your wi-fi <laughs> I want to make a new show that's called We Wi-Fi. 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 That sounds like a fun... That has to be something. No, I know, I know what I'm going to be looking up for the rest of the afternoon. All right. Well, uh, I must... Yep, it is scoot. a thing. <laughs> it's already taken. Yeah, oh well. It looks like it's a, a company. Gotcha. But, yeah. 
Till next week. Bye-bye.